Hello, I am Christopher. This is Before the Crow's Nest. We're just going to kind of jump into it because this isn't really my thing. Uh, if you're familiar with my channel, I usually just take my damn time to write an essay on a topic or two and then I upload it word for word. Occasionally I'll put some commentary mixed in, but usually it's just all uh, plea, pre, plea, 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 see, here we go, here's an example, pre-planned uh, content that I've been contemplating. Um, uh, but you know that I guess we, you know, we miss little personal idiosyncratic whatever's like that in this. But anyway, here we are today on thriving. What is it to thrive? Um, and why have I chosen the word thrive? How could I possibly... Why, why is this in my brain space? Y'all know why. If you're here, if you're in the ex-Mormon community, uh, Mormon Stories Podcast, John DeLynn, Jesse Funk, Thrive. There's a lot going on right now. Um, I'm not really here to uh, criticize necessarily, uh, more so observe certain aspects and, and uh, approach it from a different perspective that I don't think many on that side or even on my side as you know people would frame it because it's always an us versus them uh you know would define it if that made sense and i guess i'll just say that again <laughs> there are a lot of us who don't need thrive and that's fine and we know that uh, the people involved with thrive and mormon stories know that we don't need thrive uh but i think for many people on both sides, for podcast communities, I used air quotes. Um, also, yeah, welcome to uh, my forever buffering mind. It, it runs a million miles a minute, but I also have fibromyalgia and I get pain attacks and I lose my lexicon for a second. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, welcome to a live session with before the crow's nest where was i thrive why have we chosen this i don't know let's just move on i had a point we'll get to it um <clears throat> oh the misconceptions yes on either quote unquote side um and i think the misconceptions had are that because we don't need thrive we're against thrive and that's not true, but I, I've heard a lot of explanations for why we're not against Thrive and how we want to see Thrive thrive. Um, and there's been a lot of, you know, um, ideological uh, feedback um, in certain ways. Um, but I don't even really think that's beneficial. If those of us don't need Thrive then why are we giving input on how Thrive can thrive? Um, I think it should more kind of be viewed as this. Uh, maybe even those who feel they don't need Thrive don't understand that this is why they don't need Thrive and things like that. <clears throat> and again, this is why I say it's not a criticism. It's an observation. It's something I live and I feel other people live as well, but maybe don't know how to express <clears throat> don't care to express um, or are too afraid to express because some of it is a little esoteric. And this is now where we're going to maybe get into 
examples that I think everyone will understand since we're coming from ex-Mormonism. For, well, first of all, sorry, big breaths. I so struggle to breathe. It's a world of fibromyalgia. Um, the word thrive. has a lot of uh, meanings from which it comes uh, is derived uh, etymologically and they all have to do with a grasping to one's self or clutching taking hold of seizing those are all etymological root descriptions through our human history to describe what it means to thrive um, just a moment. I heard a crash in my house. I'm back and what do you know? I remember where we left off. So yeah, if you're familiar with other things I've written, um, seizing and grasping to oneself is a big problem um, in a lot of ways. And get your mind out of the gutter, y'all. Uh, but no, okay. Um, if, if you're not familiar with things I've said on this already, which is quite a bit, uh, I suggest and hope that y'all would read my most recent essay, The Epistle of Christopher, to the Corporation of the President and to All Saints in View of Christ, Current and Former. I know, long subtitle, but here we are. Um, gets into a lot of this. It gets into the death of deconstruction. Um, and things we're talking about clinging to the self and, and ideas like that that I think are important um, back to thrive why is it when we speak of enlightened individuals from the past whether it be uh, the Buddha or uh, Muhammad or uh, like I mean let's just use Christ for our examples, like I said, we'll, we'll just relate it to Mormonism. When we speak of these enlightened people, some of the most fascinating things that they did or birthed, I mean, fuck, even Joseph Smith, what did they do to discover their truths? I'm literally pausing like this is Dora the Explorer. I'm waiting for someone to call it out. They went out alone they went into solitude to find out what any of this means where was christ between the ages of 13 and 30 whatever i mean there's a lot of answers and maybe a lot of them still have to do with a lot of solitude that he took to figure out what it is he was going to accomplish you know more air quotes in a sense um for those not watching, why did he <clears throat> go out into the wilderness for his 40-day fast? Why did he go into Gethsemane alone and leave disciples behind? Why didn't he bring them all the way with him? Because in order to find out who you really are, and I just made a TikTok about this in a sense. I related it to the things we're talking about with Brad Wilcox recently. And I said in there, um, I said some things. I didn't truly mean to bring in, you know, some of the ex-Mormon crowd so you didn't get out too quickly with things I was really meaning to say. As an intention of his statements or apology aside, there's a lot 
down there about who we are as individuals and where we come from. Who, how do you find out who you really are? Who you were before mom and dad? Who you were, though, before mom and dad without putting on that layer of having been told your whole life you lived in a pre-existent sphere with a heavenly father and mother, presumably, and this vast host of all of us before we had to come down to this trial of our second estate. Without any of that, where did you come from before mom and dad? And we can get into the biology of it and be like, we're the fastest swimmers and we gave that egg a hug. Um, and here we are. What is any of that? Who are you? You can't figure any of this out by remaining around everyone else. There's too much chatter constantly going on people calling you by your name or a brother and sister and saying we are this ex-mormon community well you know why we're an ex-mormon community because we were a mormon community first mormonism implies ex-mormonism and ex-mormonism implies mormonism y'all we need each other and we're in we're not coming together in the ways we need to in the ways that christ spoke of we're just not um so what am i getting at i have some notes here because there were some specific tiktoks that kind of sparked some thoughts on thrive um and the word and what we're doing and why we're not against it and with everything i've said while i'm looking at these notes here all of this might sound like I'm against it. Well, you're saying you need to be on your own. You don't need a community. You don't need to go out and have our little bubbles in different cities or our massive events and get together because that you're never going to find out who you really are. And I mean that. Um, but people need to tell their stories. Mormon Stories podcast. But I also believe that stories are a massive distraction. Uh, we can get into that later. That's not really the point of any of this. Um, sorry, I need more water. I'm a smoker. Fibromyalgia. People do need communities. I mean, that's kind of a given. Community and society... Um, we can't have gotten to where we are as good or bad as you may view it without community and society, but there still is a lot to be said for not needing any of that for at least a time. Um, and that's why I'm, why I'm saying I'm not against Thrive or Mormon Stories podcast or any of y'all. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to figure out where I was in my point. I was talking about, yeah, why did Christ go out there alone? Because you have to discover who you are in isolation. And that with that isolation, and I, I said in the epistle too, near the end, I think it was in the benediction, um, that in a sense, just like Paul said in his epistle to the Philippians that he has seen as Christ has seen. 
And I believe, in a sense, I have too. And in a sense, I believe Joseph Smith did too. And maybe other prophets have too. And some of you have too. And a lot of our holdups are language. And that's another thing we can get into. Um, but the point is, for Christ to, if it's true, let's just, for the sake of a case, to have accomplished that, to have felt all the sorrows and pains and strife of humanity to accomplish something so incomprehensible to most people. The only way to do that is to go out by yourself for really long time, 40 days, 40 nights, whatever it is from 13 years to 30 some odd years for a really long time and see that first of all we don't need to thrive we don't need to survive because we just are Christ and his message whatever it was didn't need to thrive back then and he you know didn't need to survive and he knew this because when he went out to discover his real self he discovered that the real us is and to undertake all the pains and suffering and sorrows of everyone else he couldn't thrive he couldn't cling to himself he had to be everyone else as we always are and if you can't see or understand that please keep thinking about it um he had to do it that way he had to leave the disciples behind because had they been in there in the depths with him they would have continued referring to him and asking if he needed help or coming to his aid instead of allowing him to be there alone already at their aid unbeknownst to them and our aid unbeknownst to us so i don't know like i said how i when i started this it's just kind of free form, just going for it. A lot of chatter online. Um, a lot of things I could say, but I've already written down and said and uploaded elsewhere. Um, not said directly to this topic and the you know Mormon stories or or thrive, nor is it all directed at you know just them. All I'm saying is there is a lot to be said on this topic and. What it is many people think they're doing when they're thriving and telling their stories um, and and deconstructing. Uh, but the I guess more of the point here, speaking to things that were going on uh, just the past few days on uh, TikTok, mostly in the ex-Mormon community, a little bit elsewhere, um, is to say continue thriving continue telling your stories 
honestly, I, it's a weird thing. I, many things go through my head. I'm not sure how to wrap this up. I can't be here wrapping this up and telling this, this view of it and this side of it, unless y'all are over there doing your thing. So keep doing your thing. And, uh, a lot of us aren't saying you shouldn't be doing it. A lot of us are just saying it's unfortunately not necessary, um, especially as a continual day after day, year after year, new religion that it couldn't maybe come. Um, I said earlier that Mormonism implies ex-Mormonism and ex-Mormonism implies Mormonism. I think one thing to consider when we're gathering as ex-Mormons is, honestly, we're really just gathering as Mormons. What do we all have in common? All that Mormon bullshit we were always talking about. We just talk about it a little differently now. And just because we put X on the front of it doesn't mean we're not that anymore. And if you don't see that, then all this deconstruction you're talking about is fruitless. Um, And I have many points as to why deconstruction is dead and it's fruitless anyway. What are are y'all doing? That's go read. Anyway. (laughs) But as I said, continue thriving, continue doing it. Because what else can you do? You don't know what you don't know. And you are only free to act as free as you know who you are. And with that, uh, I don't know, thanks for listening, everyone. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do many of these freeform things, but we'll see. Um, I know I'm going to be a guest on some other podcasts soon, so I'm going to be kind of forced into it. Uh, but on my own channel, I don't know. Anyway, let me know what y'all think. Uh, I hope I got my points across. Like I said, (laughs) uh, my brain's a little weird and that's why I just write things down and upload them, uh, in the best, most concise ways I can. Because also, as I say in the epistle, those who don't, those who know don't say, because when you know, it's just, ah, you don't really, you don't need to keep telling yourself about it. You know it. Uh, but we have to talk about it because not everyone knows it. It's a weird dichotomy. Um, and I already forgot where I was going. Oh, yeah, live things, fiber brain. Um, it's difficult, y'all. Um, so let me know if this even made sense. I guess, you know, I'm really just being vulnerable with this and I'm just uploading it. Um, I'm obviously going to have to piece it together and edit it, take out weird things. But uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go for it. Let me know if you have questions. Uh I know some of this, like I said, also in the beginning can get a little esoteric. Um, Yeah, this has been Before the Crow's Nest. We'll see you next time.